Welcome to the Green Zone Podcast, the show that teaches oil and gas executives how to take command of their finances and live in the green. Your host, Jeff Green, from Green Financial Group, will be your financial guide, all while giving you a tour of the most beloved and best-kept secret spots around Houston, Texas. Now, on to the show. Have you gone to buy or lease a car lately? Did you, by any chance, say, WTF, what happened to the prices? Well, Jeff Green and Lauren Smith have a guest this episode who knows the business from the inside out. Matthew McGuire founded LeasePro more than a decade ago with a focus on customer service and value. Matthew has 23 years of experience in awards and sales and service to buyers, and he has grown LeasePro into a top destination for automotive sales and leasing. Jeff, Lauren, is there anything I missed about Matt? I don't know. I, what, WTF? That's new coming from you. I know. Right? I love it. <laughs> I, I like it, Patrice. Keep it up. Whiskey Tango yeah, Foxtrot. There we go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, hey, first of all, Matt, gl- uh, thanks for being on the podcast today. Uh, just for transparency's sake, Matt and I go way back. How long? How long have I been buying cars from you? 20 years at least? Yeah, probably 20 years. I was 20 trying years. to think of that earlier. Uh, 20 years. I haven't stepped foot in a dealership in 20 years. Okay. When and- you told me that originally, <laughs> I didn't believe it until I started working with Matt. And now I have not stepped foot in a dealership. I mean, it is, it's the best experience. Matt, and we're going to let Matt talk in just a minute, but I, I want to, but I have to, just, I just got to brag on Matt for a second because Matt, I mean, I probably, I, re, I, I'm, I like referring people, right? Like people that, that do good for me, I always send out. And I love sending people to Matt because Matt makes a car buying experience just easy i hate walking into you know you get the salesman they you walk in you know you maybe do a test drive you come back in you want to leave they won't leave they make you sit down and then you're starting to go well let me talk to my sales manager and then they're back and forth and they're you know whatever the hell they're doing i think they're like having a beer with each other meanwhile you have a million things you could be doing but you're sitting there wasting your time trying to get the best deal i mean it's just let me tell you how it works with matt and Matt, I promise you, you're going to get to talk on the. No, <laughs> yeah, to... no, live it up. <laughs> you, all you do, I mean, most of us know what kind of car we want. I mean, we got a pretty good idea of what we want. And if you don't, by the way, call Matt. He'll help you out. He'll tell you what dealership to go to and who to talk to. So they won't play these little games with you. Just go talk to this guy. Tell me to drive this or that. And then come back and call me. And that's it. That's it. So all you do is here's what I do with Matt. I call Matt up. I say, Matt, I need this, this, and this. I want a leather interior, four-wheel drive. You know, I get trucks all the time. I want four-wheel drive. Boy, I said, okay, I'll call you right back. I don't know, 15, 20 minutes later. Hey, got, got a truck for you. I'm like, okay, well, when's it going to be here? Uh, about two weeks. Okay, two weeks, no problem at all. And Matt drives up to my house. In the new truck. In the new truck. <laughs> he makes me sign a form or two. I don't know. It takes all of like two minutes. Then he takes the keys of my old truck. And he drives off in that and I'm set. I'm good to go. And that is the most, that is the best car buying experience you can ever have 
in your entire life. I mean, I, I have to second that. It's awesome. Matt, the last car I, I got, he came right to the office while I was in the middle of the workday, answering phones. He's putting things down for me to sign, hands me my new keys, takes the old car, and I leave for work at the end of the day with a brand new car. I got a full day's work in to make money to pay for the new car, but I mean, it was awesome. Matt, is that how it goes? Is that, I mean, that's how it goes, isn't it? I, I don't I don't really think that I need to talk. I'm just going to let you all talk <laughs> and sing my praises and just, I mean, you guys are doing so much better than I can do. So Matt, again, glad you're here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and Lease Pro. Better, I don't know if you can do better than we can, but <laughs> give, it, give it a shot. Do what you give can. It a shot. Give it a shot. <laughs> okay. Well, so, so like you guys said, I've been in the business a long time. I grew up in the car business. Um, and so I've known it my entire life. I've never done anything else. Um, I've been uh, personally in the business since 1998, started in dealership sales. And, uh, and then transitioned into leasing and brokering uh, about four or five years after that. And a lot of that transition was opportunity, but then a lot of it too was just, I didn't like the feeling that people got coming up on the lot. Um, you know, my father always said the reputation in the car business is well-earned. There's, there's, there's crooks, there's, there's, there's icky people. And there's a reason why you feel icky going to a dealership is because a lot of times that's, that's the case and the reality. And I wanted to provide customers with a, uh, with an experience that's enjoyable. They're spending a lot of money. Second largest purchase people will be spending uh, mostly in their entire lives behind a house. And, um, it should be enjoyable it, it, and it should be honest and transparent. And, and I'm thankful that I uh, have been provided the opportunity over the last two decades to build up a business and, uh, and offer exactly that. Uh, I'm a family man. I've got three kids, a 14 year old son, a 12 year old daughter and a nine year old daughter. And, uh, you know, they won't, I, be, I, they won't be driving any vehicles at all. No, 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 no. They're, they're going to be, yeah, it's going to be bicycles and skateboards right. for them. But um, it's just one of those, one of those um, careers that uh, I truly love what I do. And, uh, and hopefully that reflects in the service that I provide my clients. It 100% does. I mean, I, I, I love dealing with you. And I, I know I've referred, referred dozens and dozens and everybody says the same thing that, and that's what I had just said. I mean, this guy, dang, this guy makes it easy and it's so easy to do, but I will tell you, um, through no fault of your own, Matt, getting certain vehicles, trucks, especially today, ain't quite so easy. <laughs> no, it's I mean, not. Yeah. So Matt and I just recently did a transaction together and, uh, you know, I, my son had my little boy had his car or his truck stolen. So got him a new truck. Call Matt. First call, mate. Matt, need a new truck. Uh, I go, okay, well, what do you want? And uh, tell him what I want and said, okay. Calls me back like like a day later or so. Okay, hey, I, I got your truck. <laughs> it's it's it happens to not be in Houston at the moment, but we got your truck, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. So from there, it was like four months later before Matt actually drove up with that truck. So, I mean, and it wasn't Matt's fault. It was, I mean, it was sitting on some rail car, right? I mean, what, what was the deal there, Matt? What's what, what is going on in this industry right now that is making it so difficult and so, exp I mean, used trucks are going for enormous amounts of money and new trucks, you know, your MSRP or it's see you later. Yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, as I said, I've been in the business for 23 years and I've never seen anything like this. It is the, 
the worst buyer's market probably ever. Um, and I say that because it's not just one particular car. We're all accustomed to uh, Range Rovers being hard to get or Cayennes being hard to get or, or, or any of these specialty automobiles or super luxury automobiles. But I mean, Mazda CX-5s and Toyota Camrys and Chevrolet Silverados that they produce hundreds of thousands of them a year. Right. Um, you're waiting four or five months for them if you can get them at all. Um, I, I, I think I liken it a lot to uh, automobile accident where, you know, you've got COVID, you've got the chip shortage, you've got supply and demand issues that create this, but then the, the ripple of that is what we're experiencing right now because dealerships, you know, they continued to sell vehicles and just pick these vehicles. I've got one coming in, I've got one coming in. And that only works when production matches the set rate of sales. And, and that's where we are right now. We've got, uh, I'll give you an example, Mack Hike Chevrolet, who I do a lot of business with. Um, they've got 600 vehicles on order. Wow. Um, and, and they were a pretty big lot. Yeah. And you look at it. Um, and, and that's the problem is, is you, you've got these transport companies coming in with 10 and 12 vehicles and 11 of them are sold. And so yeah. they're not replenishing their stock at all. And, uh, and that's true really across the board. Um, I called three Mazda dealerships on Monday or Tuesday of this week and, um, uh, three Mazda dealerships here in Houston, third or fourth largest market in the United States. And they did not have a new Mazda CX model for sale on the ground. So, um, so crazy. you're saying the demand is far outpacing supply, basically. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Yeah. You know, so, so, um, two and a half or three years ago when COVID started, the manufacturers all said, let's slow down production. We've got to slow down production because of the, the social distancing and so forth. And we don't need these, you know, 10 or 12 or 15,000 chips that we've ordered because we're not going to produce that many cars. Well, the demand never slowed down. And, um, and so 30, 60, 90 days later, when they noticed that, Hey, we're still selling a lot of cars, they went back to the chip manufacturers and the chip manufacturers had already allocated those chips to, you know, refrigerators and washers and dryers and, and electronics and so forth. And so that caused a huge delay. And then um, dealers not wanting to stop selling uh, really kept on selling out of inventory that they didn't have. And it has just been backlogged ever since. Um, go ahead. Yeah, no. So I, I'm about to get off on a soapbox here, but I won't. I'm, but I will say one thing. And because I, I get this question all the time. Jeff, you know, we're in a recession, what, 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 you know, this recession is around the corner. It's right here. Show me it's not, yeah. you, 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 I mean, Matt, you just got through the demand is outpacing the supply by at least four months in vehicles. You travel anywhere. Every hotel is full. Every flight is full. Every restaurant is full. Every bar is full. And I, all I hear, all, I don't care what news channel you're watching. It's recession, recession, recession ain't here, folks. I'm sorry to, to, to ruin your day, but there is no recession here. It's not coming in 2022. I believe we have one coming, but you, you need to look out past the second half of 23 into 24 because it's, it's a ways out. So anyway, 
that's my soapbox. I'm going to get off it right there. Okay. No, back to ooh, cars. No, I, I, and, and, Let's circle back on cars. Yeah. And I, and I agree with you. Uh, I mean, I'm as busy as I've ever been from a customer demand perspective, my clients, uh, my phone rings almost constantly. The slowdown is not there. I've got a stack 12 or 15 inches high on my desk of customers that are ready to buy now. Mm-hmm. that I'm waiting on a car for them. And you can't get the vehicle. And I can't get the vehicle. Yes, sir. I mean, you and I went four months and I, and I, like, I had never experienced that with you. I mean, normally I have a, like, if I had to wait two weeks, that's like a really long yeah, time. Like you know, annoyed. like I'm annoyed at two, oh my God, Matt's t- making me wait two weeks for this truck. And we, <laughs> and then towards the end, Matt was like, hey, dude, you need to quit calling me because I don't got any new updates. I don't have your truck. It's not coming anytime soon. <laughs> it's, look, we, ha- it's, we have this GPS on it. It's sitting in a rail car in Indiana. What do you want me to do? Yep. Well, and that's, an, that's, a, that's another challenge just with the automobile businesses is most all of these cars are produced outside of the state of Texas. And so they're on a rail car. They've got to come in. Well, then you've got transports and and truckers that pick them up and deliver them to the dealerships. And there's a shortage on those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the supply chain from a, from a, a, a truck perspective is strained as well. So, you know, you've got cars that are produced that are ready to be delivered that are, that are parked in a lot somewhere waiting for a truck driver to pick them up. So, it's yeah. it's really tough and it's very interesting you bring up an interesting point because you, you know it starts out like with the chip being made right and you got shortage of chips and then you got you know you got to then you got to get the, the the car made and all the all the all the things that go into the production of a vehicle and getting it to the end user there's a great white paper out there it's an old one it's called i pencil i comma pencil you ever want to know how the economy and supply chain works it breaks it down into the production of a simple pencil and everything that every has little to, moving every, part that goes into it, yeah. making something as simple as a pencil you'd be amazed right and now you talk about a vehicle with computer chips and all kind of you know moving parts. Yeah, yeah. i mean that that product that that supply chain to get that to the end user I mean, it's huge. It's just huge. And we shut down our economy in 2020, just shut it all down. And our economy don't work like a light switch. You can't just turn it back on. It takes time to get an economy as complex as this back up and running. And, you know, and I like talking to guys like Matt because they're, they're the guys right here in the front lines. You know, they're seeing that, that kind of disruption in the supply chain, trying to get a product to, you know, their, their customer, their client, it's not easy. That's a cue for you to talk, Matt. Oh, no, (laughs) no, it's, it's, it's not easy. And, and to your point, you know, the, the coordination, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, parts, uh, to build the vehicle or chips to make everything work or as, as much as floor mats. I mean, there, there are vehicles that I have currently, um, at the port, that are built and ready and drivable, but they can't deliver them because on the Maroni, the manufacturer suggested price that you see on a, on a window sticker, you know, they, they've got floor mats or pinstriping or mud guards or a, a hitch for a tail, uh, for a tailgate or, or whatever, just, just any of those things 
And it, it's a coordinated effort for all of those things to come together. And right now with where we are and the slowdown and the stoppage of the economy in 2020, um, it's it's a really slow machine to get back up and running again. Yeah. And demands there. So I, I was in a fender bender probably, what was that, like a month ago? Yeah. And took it to a body shop, got my car fixed, but there's one piece. It's a piece of rubber that insulates kind of on the door. doesn't really do anything that's going to affect me day to day, but they just sent me home with my car. Cause it was going to take six to eight months for this piece of rubber <laughs> oh to come God. in. And they were like, you know, we'll give you a call once it gets here, but you know, probably yeah. six months from now, like, I hope maybe I'll have a new car by then. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Matt, let me ask you this. What so if somebody's in the market, we're going to, we're going to talk about how to get in touch with you in a minute, but if somebody's in the new market for a new car, what, what do you have any suggestions for them right now? I mean, what, what, what do you, what do you got to do? So um, I've got a network of dealerships. Uh, one of the things that separates me from, um, you know, going to a single dealership is I'm not in bed with any of these dealers. Uh, I'm not restricted to searching for vehicles in Houston. Uh, I'm from Dallas Fort Worth area. So I've got relationships in Dallas Fort Worth and Houston and Austin and San Antonio. And I also have multiple dealerships in California, uh, Colorado. And so I narrowing bought, down. I think, I think we got a car you had shipped from California for me once. As a matter of yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah, that Mercedes for sure. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so um, it's a situation where, you know, finding me or finding what you want, making that decision and getting that inf information to me, I can, I can reach out to my network across the board to see if the vehicle exists and, and, you know, what it's going to cost to get it here and what it's going to cost from a, from a monthly payment perspective or from a check perspective or whatnot. Um, and so I, I've, I've got a lot of customers that do that. Hey, Matt, this is what I'm looking for. And one or two things are going to happen either a, um, I'm going to find that vehicle for us or B, we're going to find the short list or the shortest list of how quickly we can find that vehicle. So, um, and not, I use short, I use the term short loosely because nothing's right. really short right now, but yeah. um, the shortest. You know, yes, the shortest. And there are, there are opportunities. A lot of people have gotten frustrated to where they're going into multiple dealers and putting deposits or putting their name on multiple inbound units. And it's just the first one that comes in is the one they buy. And so I've got, I've got dealers that will email me regularly, Matt, Hey, we had deposits on these four or five vehicles. Those deals fell through. Do you have a customer for any of these four or five vehicles? And so it's possible to find something uh, quickly. Um, it takes a little bit of luck, unlike, uh, previously where it was just the harder you work, the more cars yeah. you found. Well, we did um, find my Ram, my, my Ram truck came, you know, you really literally got to me about, about three days. Yeah. Remember, yeah. And that, that one was, that was, was fast. That was just kind of a, that was in January. I don't know. No, February? something like, yeah, it was recently for sure. I should have, um, I should have held, I should have held it for like 30 or 60 days. So you wouldn't have been busting my chops so hard on, on, on your son's truck. Right. So let's say something else about Matt, because like he delivers this like triple A rated it's level top service, of top of the line, Almost like where it deliver feels like it's it. unattainable. Like right. who is going to have a car who can concierge? Who come, can afford, yeah. who can afford a guy like Matt, right? Do all these things for you. And I felt that way when I watched <laughs> you get car after car and I was like, Oh, one day when I grow like, oh, up, I'm going to do that too. He's a real high roller, right? <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, let me tell you what the cost is for Matt. Do I tell you? You already know that you already know the answer. Yeah, what's the answer? I'm going to tell you it's 
zero. No. <laughs> it's zero. Is that what we pay for you, Matt? What do we pay for you? You pay zero for me. Zero. That is the, I swear it is, Matt is the best deal in the state. The day you told me that and finally quit hiding the secret every time you get a new car and then I got to start using Matt was the best day ever. And he does all this. I mean, he's look, look, Matt is compensated. Yes. He's compensated through, you know, the volume that he does through dealerships and different things like that. I'm assuming that's right, Matt. And you correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, you know, yeah, he gets compensated, but it's not one dime out of your pocket. Not one dime. Is that yeah, right? it, yeah, no, that's exactly right. The, the service is um, is free. Um, it, it's not a situation where there's a there's a a fee or any sort of upcharge or whatnot. Just like a mortgage broker, okay. Just like a mortgage broker, a mortgage broker is contracted through multiple banks. They do all the the legwork on the front end, and then they sell that contract to you know Chase or whoever. And that's very similar to what I do. It's a situation where um, I do all the legwork, I find the vehicle, I negotiate the pricing, I print the contracts, I communicate everything over phone or email. There's no pressure. There's no heavy breathing down the neck of, oh God, hey, no. what, what can I do to earn your business today? But that, <laughs> that sales part lingo is out the door. It's a logical decision. And then, um, and then once I consummate a contract, the banks that I do business with that don't normally get um, business lease business without a teammate, they, um, they pay an origination. And so, um, it's, it's a super easy, transparent. And most of the time, um, I will say most of the time, because in this market, everybody's paying retail, but most of the time the the fleet discounts that I'm able to get far out for far exceed the, um, the charges that you would expect to pay for a service like mine, which is very, very small. So, um, I'm I'm really thrilled with the setup and how my business is set up because it is a very service oriented business. It is not sales. I can lease no, vehicles. God, I oh, can yeah. sell me, vehicles. Yeah. Uh, it it is a let me give you your options over yes. email and phone, and then you make the decision that makes the most sense for me, and then you tell me what to do, and I I go after it. And, 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 and you don't stop. You know, you don't stop until the person's happy. I, I know on the last car I got, I couldn't decide if I wanted black or blue, and do I want the air the uh, oh, butt yeah. coolers well, or the seat that was such <laughs> a pain to deal with you. i know <laughs> i know and then at the end i was like matt do i need the cup holders that are cool and by the end i think you were kind of like look we can go find you the car that has the cooling cup holders but i'm going to tell you you don't need it you don't want it and it's more money on the car and i was like okay thank you yep. but i mean you put up with me and got the exact car i wanted no matter how many times i you know Wall, back waffled and back and forth between, you know, the different features. And so you're just so patient and you get, you get the customer exactly what they want in the most painless way possible. And, and, and I will say this, um, you know, he just makes it so easy and, and you're very knowledgeable about cars. Like, you know, if there's this option or that option, the packages, you know, Hey, Jeff, if you do this package, you know, you're going to save a few grand over here. You're going to get what you, everything you want over here, but you don't need this stuff here in this other pack, you know, like my coolers and like my, your, cup, my your cup coolers. <laughs> you were like, do you know how long it would take to cool off a lukewarm beverage? And I was like, no, Houston, you're, like, Texas. you're like seven hours or something. I was like, Oh, so I would have to drive in my car for seven hours. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I probably don't need that. Well, and the, so, the cool uh, thing about the cool thing about to your point, you know, why, why I would deal with, 
why I deal with every customer, whether they're super easy, know exactly what they want, or whether they're a little bit more particular or difficult is just simply the process of my business is if I do a good job on the front end, then when, when the program matures, when you're ready to get another one, that is a retained customer. It's a retention customer that I don't have to spend advertising dollars and so forth. One of the right. great things that I love about Jeff and I's relationship, which is unique because, you know, I, I would consider us friends, but um, is Jeff had one or two positive experiences early on. And now both of his sons are leasing through me and, <laughs> and, and he's leased, you know, I don't know, probably 10 vehicles from me or bought. And so it's a situation where if I do my job first, which I'm super motivated to do, then I have an opportunity to have a customer for life and a relationship to where, um, to where they invite me on the podcast and say, talk about your business, you know, that type of relationship, which I certainly appreciate. Yeah, well, we appreciate you, and and you're certainly a friend. Of course, we've been friends for a long time, but and you only have to deal with me once every three oh, years, God. you know, for the rest of time. I'm so sorry for that referral, bad. Matt. I'm sorry, yeah. I did you wrong. Yeah. Most for expensive referral of my life. For all the positive experiences you've had with Jeff, you get one negative. But maybe. Matt, well, Matt, we you could also buy through you, right? Yes, correct. Yep. So it's not just leasing. If you want to buy a car, you want to lease a car. I mean, call Matt McGuire at Least Pro. I any mean, state, right? Out, any in Texas, out of Texas, or just in Texas? The uh, I can help purchase through any state. Uh, on the leases, I have to go through the manufacturers because um, I'm only licensed. I'm a licensed facilitator in the state of Texas, so I would have to negotiate terms through Mercedes or GM if it was out of state. But I'm happy to help them to make sure they've got a good a good That's vehicle. Fine. There ain't too many people in China listening to this podcast anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they're mostly local. <laughs> so, uh, hey, so how do we get in touch with you, Matt? How do we do that? So, uh, email M McGuire at leasepro.com. So M M C M M C G U I R E at leasepro.com. Or, uh, I'm always available on my cell. My cell phone is seven, one, three, four, 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 seven, three, six, two. It's always the best way to reach me because I'm never in one spot for very long, uh, but I've always got that on me and I'll answer it anytime or day or night generally. So. Awesome. Matt, great having you on. Thanks for doing it. I think I'm, I'm think I'm good on vehicles for a while. You never, you never know. <laughs> I think I can probably talk you into another one. <laughs> uh, hey man, thanks for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, bud. All right, I'm jumping back in here, folks. Cooling cup holders, Lauren, really? Yeah, cooling and cup holders? Heat, it had a heating one, too. Oh, and everyone was like, it gets cold in Texas for like a week. Why she, do you need to heat your She drink? literally <laughs> took a week to make that decision. It was I mean, it would, it would keep me up at night. It really would. I felt bad for Matt. Uh, well, I will, I will say that you are not my most expensive <laughs> referral. Um, I, I married a referral. So, oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh. So, that one's got to be a lot more than me. Yeah, I married a referral, so we're in good shape. Uh, all right. Safe. Well, Matt, we know how to reach you. Jeff and Lauren, how do we reach you? Lauren, go ahead. www.greenfinancialgrp.com is our website, or you can give us a call 713-244-3030. And of course, don't miss any episode of The Green Zone. Simply follow this podcast. And of course, don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Share with others. Thank you for listening to The Green Zone Podcast. 
Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Green Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Green Financial Group is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Jeff Green is the founder of Green Financial Group and is a registered principal of RJFS. The Green Financial Group is located at 6363 Woodway Drive, Suite 625, Houston, Texas, 77057, and can be reached at 713-244-3030. Raymond James is not affiliated with and does not endorse the opinions or services of his guests. Services of his guests.